I don't know why I'm making this recording. I just felt that God was calling me to say this, and I'm not sure I'm actually going to post this on it, but I feel like God's calling me to say is, I feel like we take the easy way out in trials, and we take the route of of easy, like easiness, making it the easy way it's just like we take the way that is easier for us to get what we want and also get what God wants. I'll tell you right now, Lord convicted me today and he's told me that expect trials. And and I had this problem of saying it was too hard or scared of the risks like there's too much risk for it and i'd rather have a like less risk uh more like possibility of it working and i feel like that's just not the way we should be looking at it because the confidence shouldn't be come through us the confidence should be going through god is that like if god's calling you to do something Know that, but what the person that's calling on us is is God, and it's a God that loves us, and it's a God that knows us, it's a God that knows us better than we do. It's crazy how much He loves us, like. And he wants us to take action. But God, he has a plan laid out for every single one of us. Me, you, person across the screen, all of y'all. I want to let you know that God's plan is so much more bigger than yours. It's scary walking in to a plan that someone else has made. It's kind of like you gave someone 75% of your project and you only had to do 25%. You get to do less work, but you're scared of what they might do. They might ruin your entire project. You're like, that's what we see when God calls on us. We see it as, well, I get to think less, but I'm scared that he's going to ruin our entire lives and we're just going to lose everything. You might lose everything, taking out the God's plan. That is something that's scary. It's something that will turn all of us off when someone says that God's plan may take everything from our lives, but remember this, if he takes it away, doesn't mean it was good. Because God's standards throughout the Bible is based on good, right? Like, beginning of the world, he based his creation on good. If he sees something that he doesn't like, he says it's not good. And what I'm trying to get at is, God's standards is straight and simple. 
good, not good. So he believes if he tells, if he takes it away, then it's probably not good for something for us to have, and it's not the way that we might see as good. And I think we what we need to realize is we need to have different standards, not based on we have, because if we have yeah, different standards from God. Is that really our standards? Or is that really the standards that we gave to the world? Because, let's say, in the world, we love going out and, I don't know, party, partying or, like, being absolute, like, getting in trouble and making fun of a teacher. I have a story to tell y'all. So, I went to this concert thing. It was at Middle Georgia. It was at Middle Georgia, Bacon Coliseum, and there's this teacher. And people listening to this, they probably know what, because this is not really, this not really, this is not really a big podcast. So, I know like my friend group would know, but there's this teacher that we don't really like really like like her to be honest we see her as just a teacher that overreacts and we see her as a teacher that is fun to joke around with and during this concert it was touching to see what was happening but when I got back out I was buying this book. I was just buying a book, and the teacher, he came up to me. You say, "Hey," and it really God was calling. I feel like God opened my eyes to say that, like, this teacher's a real person. This teacher is a child of God. This teacher is not someone that an item. She isn't an item. She isn't a person that. We shouldn't be, we should be, I don't make, I guess make a photo of her, but it's kind of just showing us that we need to realize that everybody we see, everybody we get is, they have the ability to be a child of God. They have the ability of having citizenship, citizenship with, in heaven. Yeah. I think sometimes in this world, we get caught up on how can this benefit me? Now, this is something that not a lot of us will agree on, but I bet 80% of people that says, oh, that's not true, it's true for them. Because how I know this? Because I live out my life thinking that this wasn't true, but God has finally got to the, I finally got to the conclusion that that was, it is true. And what I'm trying to say is, a lot of us, the biggest idol in our lives is us. We all have a problem with the idol being us. This goes for everybody. This doesn't go with the young people the older people, we all go through that. 
Um, we're it's in our nature though. I'm not saying that. What I'm not saying is don't think that believing in the fact that you do live like that. Don't like believe that that's making you be a terrible person because we are already terrible people. And that's terrible to look at. That's a terrible thing for me. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate you for saying I'm a bad person, but it's never something that comes to our mind that we are the farthest thing away from good. We realize, yes, we, even the best people we can think of right now, probably do something that is wicked to God's eyes. But the thing that airs us out is God's love for us. And he understands that we were wicked. And he created us because, and he's here to give us a plan because he doesn't want us to fall down the wickedness, the wickedness path that we want to go down. I feel like there's a big misconception with being a Christian. First of all, I don't like the title of my religion is Christian. It's not the way that is like really big that people go see like oh you're a christian because a big thing that like people believe like oh he's a christian he's a good person <laughs> that's so far away from the truth that is one of the things that god multiply multiply like both uh multiply what like multiple times he stated that that is not true. When we see someone that a lot of times what I hear all the time is that oh you're uh you're you're doing you're taking all those bad acts because he's not Christian. Oh you're such a good person oh because you're Christian. That is not true at all. What do you become a Christian, it means that you have put on a flag that says, I am a bad person, I am nowhere near good, but I accepted that the grace of my leader is enough to take on my bad and my wickedness. It's... It, when we, when we say that, it's, like, so simple, but when I walk around, sometimes at my school, it's just, like, all the time what I hear is, like, oh, he's a bad person. Oh, it's probably because he, he's not Christian. That's not true at all. I fully believe that I'm a bad person. I'm not someone that deserves praise. I don't think anybody in this world deserves praise. It's sad to look around and see that people around this earth is 
believing the lie of the devil. What the biggest lie that the devil has is you're 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 good. You don't need. You're good enough without God. It's sad to see people fall into that. Here's something that hit me crazy at that concert. I think concert thing I went yesterday to make a costume. And it's probably gonna hopefully hit one of y'all is lot, lot of Christians are not gonna make it to the kingdom of heaven. How is that? Why is that? How does that make sense? Because in the Bible we're told that if you believe in Jesus, then you'll make it. That is true. But You won't make it up there until you are born again. What does that mean? What does it mean to be born again? Does it mean that I'm going to change my lifestyles and from now on, I'm going to take acts and things that my act of like the church is doing. I'm going to be there and I'll make sure that I'll go, go there once in a while or every single turn every single time of Sunday, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be the best person I can be. That's good. But have you fully accepted that God and Jesus is, should be the ruler in the action of your life? I think what it means to be born again, in my opinion, is to be born again is to have no responsibility in your actions. How? How free does that sound? You have no responsibility in your actions. And I kind of want to get back into the first topic I was talking about. We need to follow God's plan. And most people see it as, oh, I don't, us coming in, I don't want to go to the gospel. I want to do what I want. But as I laid out to you today, you don't have the responsibility of get to make the right actions and make the right choices. That those risky choices that you have to make, do I do this or do I do that? We no longer have to make those choices, no longer become born again. So, I, you, everybody listening to this, be listening, be, how can I be truly born again? I need to follow his actions. And what does that mean? Is to give God the steering wheel in your life. Let him make the decision. Let him be the decision maker. Wait on the Lord. Wait is something that today humans we don't mess with that word wait we want it like as fast 
as possible. Dead. God operates the way he operates. And God is can be a silent God. God can be a quiet God. Sometimes it's because you aren't ready for his next plan for you. And he's waiting for you to be at the top of your ability to follow him. Either that or you are being tested in your faith. Your faith is being tested. And it's when he's silent, when God's silent, it you can figure out when God's becoming silent. And I experienced that a couple, couple of days ago. And I experienced that. I think a day ago too, yesterday. Same same part when I went to that thing. But when God becomes silent, you'll know. And it hurts. It feels empty. You're you feel empty and you feel tired. That's the way I experienced, but it comes off in different ways that I'm not confident enough to tell you that's how it's gonna feel like for you. God becomes silent because you're being tested and your faith is being tested. Because now, once God's silent, you just need to go by sheer faith. And that's hard. It's hard to go just through sheer faith. And life comes hard when God becomes silent. And Maybe God's silent. Maybe God is silent because you've muffled the sound of his voice by the world's voice. Meaning the world's voice is a lot more louder to you than God's voice. And that's something that touches me a lot. And it may touch you a lot that God's voice can be quieter than the world's voice and we need to figure out which one is the world and which one's God and the one that's God is the truth the other question that comes along what is the truth <laughs> well how do we know which is true which is not the Bible the Bible has it all laid out the Bible is the truth and it tells you the truth. And it's hard to follow and be patient with the truth. But being born again in Christ is not saying that you are Lord. God is Lord. Because non-believers would go up there once they see Jesus oh Lord Lord hey Lord but God Jesus will say depart from me and that's a scary 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 verse but it's true be born again